Welcome back to what is the second episode with our wonderful guest, Lisa Pratt. In the first episode, we talked about how to cut through the noise and make sure that your marketing messages stand out. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about well-being in the workplace. So we're talking through kind of Lisa's experiences and some of her tips and advice for anyone who's struggling or anyone who just wants to kind of have a slightly better working life. So really hope you find this one useful. If you do, please come and subscribe. All the usual places, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And here we go. We are rolling again. Um, <laughs> great. So lo- yeah, last episode we were talking about standing out in the world of digital marketing. We're going to flip to mental well-being, um, mental health in the workplace generally just tips for looking after yourself and I think it's a really important topic and um, I think it's also a lot more prominent and talked about than it used to be I also feel like there's no one way to skin a cat and everyone's completely different so this is just a bit of an open chat around what you've found useful like what we've maybe done in our business to help a little bit and hopefully it's useful for someone who's listening too. So um, just kick off by like, what's your story with this over the last few years um, through the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic? And, you know, it's been a weird time, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> really, really good question. Happy to share my story. Um, I think, yeah, you've hit the nail on the head before I get started in terms of everyone's had such a different experience. You can cut this many many different ways but I'll try and share some advice to help from my story um so when the pandemic first hit a few years ago um or there were certainly conversations around it and at the time um I was actually working for a previous organization so I wasn't working at girl guiding at the time um and I got put on furlough um it's interesting because there's two camps of views about I think there were two camps of people. There were people that have never stopped working mm-hmm. and had to do the jobs of two or three times of their their workload at yeah. least. And then there were the people that were put on furlough. And there were there was a lot of time I was saying to friends like, oh my gosh, I've had an insight into what early retirement could look like. Like it's so much time. But there were challenges that came with that. And, you know, I think I've spoken to people and they said, oh, you know, didn't it feel like a holiday? And at times, yes, it felt good. But in other times, you it was so unknown. It was just this endless amount of time. Yeah. Uh, how do you structure that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, okay, I've done all the things I want to do. I've, uh, fitness is back up, great. So I've eaten all the snacks. I've spoken to way too many people, but they need to go back to work so I can't talk to them throughout the day. And it was like... <laughs> Uh, a week's passed. <laughs> so, watched all the box sets. Yeah, yeah watched all the box sets. My eyes have gone square. Um, so for me, I started uh, looking at projects that I was interested in. So hobbies that maybe had got blown away on the wayside when I was working a, a lot of hours. So um, I started painting again um, and I started doing yoga again. Um, a lot of people have probably heard about Adrienne's yoga on YouTube and she had her kind of yoga from home that you could do, which was fantastic and she's hilarious. So I did a couple of stints of the 30 days of yoga. Um, 
some days were more painful than others, but I could see, I could see, you know, myself getting better and healthier. Yep. I was out running, like had this healthy glow. Um, and I basically found, so my point is I was finding projects and ways to structure my time. I essentially was like having to think, you know, at work, if you'd have deadlines and things you had to do, it was like, I need to stretch my time somehow. Otherwise I'm literally going to go mad and have insomnia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that happened. And then, um, when I joined Girl Guiding, I joined virtually. Uh, I was so, so happy to get the job. Like I cannot tell you the sheer joy at the time when it happened. <laughs> um, and I think at the time actually, so I just finished a, I did four stints of 10K runs over two weeks to raise money wow. for charity. Um, so when I say I got involved in projects, I mean, I was really just doing everything and anything to, you know, just kind of feel like I was achieving as well. It was an odd yep. time. Um, so uh, for a charity called the Wolfpack Project, I ran for them and it was mainly for personal fitness levels, but also tell race some money. And on my one of my last runs, um, I found out that, I was getting, you know, I was going to go through the interview stages and I was so happy um, and it kind of spurred me on and things. But then I joined Girl Guiding virtually and everyone was so nice and that was great, but it doesn't take away that it loses the human side of it, you know, and um, you'll work, you're joining a company from home <laughs> through a laptop <laughs> and you can't meet anyone in person and everything feels a bit uncomfortable, <laughs> You can't read people that well. Yeah. I find I would just smile a lot because I didn't quite know how to handle the situation. Um, and it just feels a bit awkward. Yeah. Um, I mean, lucky in the sense that people at Girl Guiding are friendly. So, you know, yeah. uh, you didn't have to worry about upsetting people or anything. Um, yeah. I think that human interaction thing is so important. Like it's, and it's not the same on Zoom or Google Meets, whatever you're using. Like, it's just, you miss that thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that must have been tricky, onboarding into a new role, 100%. How long was it from onboarding before you met people in real life? Like, how long did that take? It was six months. Whoa. <laughs> wow. So, yes, it was a long time. And luckily, um, I was very fortunate that... Um, one of the girls at Girl Guiding lived nearby. So she very oh, kindly cool. met me for a walk one day and asked me how I was and how everything was going face to face, which was so nice. I went to a food market um, and had some really nice snacks and stuff. So it just kind of reminded me about that. Like you said, that importance of the human interaction. and Yeah, it's just so, I find it so important. And I think now people are maybe um, getting used to it again. And there's the whole... Um, not social awkwardness, but like some people get nervous, don't they, being in a room? And that's obviously everyone's different in that scenario. But I think even if it makes you feel a bit uncomfortable, it's a really good thing for you. Um, but I remember in the depths of lockdown when um, one of the highlights of the week was putting the bins out because you might yeah. catch a neighbour down the road and be able to wave to another human being. <laughs> yeah that was a thing and doing a food shop that was a thing wasn't it a night out on a friday night yeah. or something you remember how yeah <laughs> that's so bad isn't it <laughs> we were i was literally laughing about this with the friends we were like do you remember when you'd go to sainsbury's or wherever and um it was exciting to do a weekly <laughs> shop you know and it would be almost like the only way you could bump into someone yeah um because at one point we could only 
go for a walk for like half an hour or an hour or something, couldn't we? Oh, yeah. They restricted our time Once out. Once a day? Yeah. Jeez. So, yeah. um, Madness. we've come a long way in that sense. Definitely have. <laughs> you also mentioned hobbies. And yes. I, th- I think hobbies are really important for being happy. Um, yeah. And I definitely find that if I've got things going on outside of work, um, I love my family, but things like outside of work, looking after the kids, you know, like the day-to-day stuff, that I that really helps me. Yeah, and things that makes I can sense. progress in and learn in that are just a bit different to everything else. Um, yeah. So I can see the whole kind of being on furlough and just doing loads of stuff. I would definitely be doing the same because I have to have things that I feel like I'm, whatever it is, learning in. Um, what did I, the big thing for me through that time was, um, I built a patio. That's impressive. Having never like <laughs> laid a brick in my life. And, uh, I mean, it's rustic. <laughs> it was, you know, probably the most miserable eight weekends of my life because it's backbreaking, but I felt like I'd learned something and achieved something. And yeah, that's like completely different from your day-to-day working life. And probably would never have bothered doing it had I not been stuck at home all the time. So I definitely, I did, but I do find having interests outside of the day-to-day, whatever they are, are good yeah. for me. Yeah, and I think it's... um it's good to be aware of knowing which interests you like doing. And if you don't try a few things and figure it out because, um, you know, life's been so intense and there's been so many serious things happening. You just need some light relief. And it's like, what is that thing that's going to work for you to do that and to bring you a bit of joy or just make you feel a bit lighter or laugh about nothing? Like what is that thing? Avoiding the news for half an hour and doing, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely good. And now things are normal again, pretty much. And, you know, work life is different because it's, you know, most companies are hybrid and people are going in for a bit and then working from home for a bit. And that's, I think that's really, really good. But now that it's normal ish, what would you say, like, what tips have you got for people just day to day looking after themselves in a work environment? Um, what do you find helps? Is there anything Girl Guiding is doing to help you in that? Or like, what do you find helps in your, in your work life? So there's a, a few things that I have found that's worked for me. But to be honest with you, I'm constantly having to change up and test because um, I guess the way that we have had to go from, you know, as I said, like working from home all the time to then changing it up and, do hybrid working, kind of adjusting to that and waking up earlier and, you know, things like that. Um, it's been a change. So I am still now testing around with it, to be honest, um, and trying to get my fitness levels back up at the same time, which is hilarious. Um, but girl guiding are great. So they have started literally this week, there was a yoga session. So you could cool. dial in, um, you know, if you didn't, if you couldn't come in on that day or you could, I think they are going to start having them in the office as well. We've got a, a kind of a basement floor, which is going to be perfect for it. And they also have, um, they're called coffee chats or something like that. And you, you can be set up with someone maybe you haven't spoken to before at Girl Guiding because there's a lot of people there. <laughs> so it's, it's good to like talk to new people and, and have a coffee and um, 
talk about something not to do with work. Uh, yep. Yeah, like you know, what funny thing happened to you last night? How were you doing? Or just, you know, those things we, those interactions we used to have at the, when you're making a coffee, you know, actually just yep. having time for that is so important. Yeah. That's interesting. They're putting on things like yoga sessions. Is that during the working day? It's actually, so that one was before work. It was from uh, around eight till nine or eight fifteen till nine. That's really cool though. Yeah. That's really cool. I think that's um, doing things like that to not, you're not forcing anyone to get to do get together to do something, but you're facilitating things. Yeah, it's like I think really, that's a really good, good. But yeah, yeah, and like we're thinking about, um, you know, I think getting everyone together is really positive. So like doing that more in different ways as well. And I think um, <clears throat> you know, not just going to the pub, but finding fun things to do together as a group of people, where you can yeah chat about whatever you want to chat about. But I think that sort of thing really helps. Yeah, it it does. Uh, to be honest, like personally, that's one thing I've really missed is actually, like I love being part of a team and just, just being with people and around people. So when I work from home, um, I do start to get a bit of cabin fever after a few days and look yeah. very happy if we get like an Amazon delivery or something. <laughs> it's just like, whoa, <laughs> calm down. Yeah. Um, it's when you know you need to get out. Yeah, it's like, that's a sign for me to go, okay, yeah. today you need to go in on a Tuesday, not a Thursday. Um, so yeah, it, it is, it's really good, I think, for um, because hybrid working as well, it I think a lot of people lost their stamina over the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. And it's suddenly it was like, okay, we're going back um, or we're trying to go back or navigating this. And we didn't have the same energy levels and we don't have the same energy levels. So it's finding those little things that actually give us space to, I'll give that yoga a try or, you know, actually I'll have a chat with someone and see if they're having a similar kind of challenge to me to get up in time or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's been really nice. Definitely. And what about dealing with workload? Because I think, again, that's a challenge for a lot of people in that, you know, things get busy, stress kicks in. Have you got any tips for when you find yourself in that scenario to kind of break that? Because it can be a vicious downhill cycle. Yeah, um, and I've definitely been there. I've I've been in that point where you can get into a cycle and you need to get out of it, but you're not sure how. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you just get more and more irritated. (laughs) And I think for me, if I'm completely honest, um, I, so I had COVID a couple of months ago and I'm fine. Like everything's okay, but it did make, I think sometimes it's taking a step back and putting things in perspective Yeah. and like, don't sweat the small stuff. And, um, you know, when we care about our work so much and we're doing it every day and for so many hours, you get so attached to it yep. and you just want it to go well and you want it to be the best it can be. And when it's not working, it can make you feel quite irritated or like worked up. Yep. Um, so <clears throat> for me, I definitely take a minute and just go, oh, okay, something's going on here for me at the moment. <laughs> I need to just take a minute and take a break or have a coffee. Um, or for example, um, I reach out to my friends, just have a chat with their mosque how are they doing? And often like everyone's going through their own challenges and stuff. And that, that helps to kind of help them, but also know that it's not just you. Yep. Um, and yeah, so, or just do a bit of exercise and, or just do something silly, like cook a different dinner. You know, life can be very same, same in the week, you know? Yeah. 
you eat the same food, you go even the same walk to work. So it's just switching things do up as different. well. Yeah, just do something different. Yep. Like, don't bore yourself. Yeah. I also think there's a massive um, skill or there's a lot to be said for compartmentalizing things. Like you say, don't sweat the small stuff. And that's such a big point because, you know, you've got Slack open, that's pinging off. You've probably got WhatsApp going on your phone. You've got emails pinging here. Like there's so much stuff going on around you, mm. so much noise that, right, what are the big two things that I need to get done today? And as long as I tick those off, kind of stuff that happens around it doesn't matter. Or what are the things I really need to care about? Um and putting, you know, almost like sorting things into buckets a little bit. And then you go, and then, then sorting your day out is much easier and prioritizing things is much easier and dealing with different things is much easier because you're like, well, that's not actually, that doesn't matter. That's so true. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that is a really good way to look at it because there will always be, there always are things that crop up last minute. And I think if you're not clear in your head, if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, if you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get through all this stuff and you haven't processed how urgent things are and the deadlines, when another thing crops up, it's just going to blow your mind because yeah. you're already like quite worked up. And I, yeah, it's so true. So we, we you know, at Gelder Guiding, we'll make sure like in our project teams, we'll talk about it. And like, if you're struggling, you know, let's, let's review like, why is that urgent? Is it urgent? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, prioritize really, because we're all human at the end of the day. You can't deliver everything. Um, so we are doing that more and more, actually, just looking at why. Like, why is why are we doing that project now? Yep. <laughs> you know, what's what's the impact if we don't, if we wait another week? It's a week. Like, honestly, what's, what will happen? And I think it's just having those conversations with those people at the right times um and like you said so then you can compartmentalize and go okay i know these projects these deadlines today i just need to make sure i get these two things done yeah that sounds fine yeah (laughs) it's so much easier when you start to think about your day in those terms yeah so much easier um because if you just let everything come at you it's it's bonkers it's not nice it's bonkers and then like thing little things like um calendar blocking i love doing that i've started that this year and it's been a game changer for me if i'm honest it's amazing yeah, yeah. i actually call it a focus time that's true like <laughs> but that's what it is isn't it you're like they're my two things that's going in the calendar now and then i know i'm doing that and you shut everything else while you're working yeah. on those blocks and yeah time blocking in calendars i think is a really good thing and just prioritizing and oh definitely yeah. and i think it's good for other people to be aware that that like you you need that time so you've blocked it out in your diary so there is that awareness from other people that you're working with that yep. actually from your calendar you only have an hour that day you yep. know you can't magic seven hours that day yep so i think it's good for wider awareness as well yeah definitely i remember having a conversation with someone ages ago who and it um stuck because he was saying like my one thing is to achieve this like this is my goal and if i'm doing tasks in the day that aren't directly contributing to that thing. Be that, say, if you're in sales, you've got to hit your sales target. Or if you're in marketing, you've got to get a certain number of campaigns or whatever it is. If I'm doing something that's not directly contributing to it, I question why I'm doing it. And That's such good advice, yeah. It's like, yeah, stuck. 
definitely suck because otherwise you end up filling your day with things that aren't going to progress you to the point you <laughs> want to get to and then you're stressed out because you're not hitting the goal but you're stressed out because you're really busy with all this other stuff and it's like ah. yeah it's so true um and then 80 you- percent of it out and you probably still hit the goal much quicker yeah <laughs> yeah like- the art of making one's life easier yes i think that is that's something to be really mindful of every day as well is like i think i read somewhere it was like um in terms of your time like manage your time as if like you urgently have to finish at five all the time like you literally have somewhere to be so what are you going to do to make your life easy to get there yeah how it's your challenge (laughs) to to figure out how are you going to get this done um and, and finish on time. And yeah. I've definitely tried to do that more and more now. But they be like, oh, I'm working from home. I can eke out another two hours. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- yeah. I mean, like when I first started this business, I rented a desk in a co-working space. And there was a guy who was doing, um, he set up this really cool like VR um, software startup. Him and a contracted like developer and like a really small team and he went from concept to working with i probably shouldn't say them like a humongous brand in six months and um he but he'd come in at 10 because he dropped his kids off at school he'd leave at like half three to pick his kids up and i never saw him break a bead of sweat ever because he was just an absolute master at knowing what to do in the day to move it forward and not doing anything else. Yeah. His admin was a nightmare. (laughs) There's such a skill to it. And it's one I'm still figuring out, you know, in terms of like, that sounds, that sounds great. Doesn't it? Like, you know, it's, it's also having the, like the self-discipline with yourself to go, you know, actually my well-being is more important than my work because if you're not well, you can't work properly and also for yourself. And I think it's actually just, um, recognizing that is all part of your world yep. and needs to be in your day. And it needs to be managed yeah. proactively, otherwise it spirals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, look, thank you. That was, again, very useful chat. Um, I'm sure anyone listening and would have found those kind of tidbits of advice like really useful. And um, thanks a lot for coming in and doing it. Really appreciate it. And thanks everyone listening. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been great. And I hope it all helps you and yeah, take care. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.